Welcome to Jess Williamson, the podcast, your go-to podcast for raw and inspiring messages from myself and other female entrepreneurs all around business and mindset. I am an award-winning business and mindset coach and serial entrepreneur having scaled five successful businesses. I bring my unique and deep perspectives on helping you unleash your unique superpowers and build the life and business of your dreams. Let's get into today's episode. Today's podcast, I have Danielle, and she is the founder of Business Babes Collective. And she really is the absolute pro at helping entrepreneurs grow globally using collaborations. And collaborations have been like so, so incredible across my business journey. So I absolutely loved this chat with Danielle and just getting to hear all of her wisdom and how she's built her business, Business Babes Collective across North America and all over the world as well. So make sure you go and check her out. But let's get into today's episode. Hello, Danielle. I am so excited to have you on the podcast today. Thanks, Jess. I'm super excited to be here. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to chat firstly about collaborations and partnerships. And that is pretty much what we're here doing today. We're on each other's podcast and just connecting from across the other side of the world, which is really, really fun. And collaborations have always been something that I've utilized throughout my business journey as well in terms of all of the different business models that I've had. But I would love to firstly hear about how have you use collaborations and where did you come up with the idea or decide "Hmm, I'm going to start doing collaborations? Yeah, absolutely. So that is really kind of the foundation of how I grew my business that I run today and realizing that, you know, a big part of why I love what I do is because I love people. I love connections. I love working with others. And so um, just to give you a little bit of a background so that it makes sense why I'm so passionate about it, I run a community for female entrepreneurs. It's called Business Babes Collective, and it started in my local city of Vancouver. And basically it was because I felt lonely as an entrepreneur. And so I wanted to get other entrepreneurs together to come network, connect with one another, collaborate, all of those things. And so it started with just hosting these pop-up events and that kind of started by connecting with other people within my local city and collaborating to make these events happen. And so uh, I realized that I could only do, do so much just on my own. So for me, working with other people, getting other people involved, whether that has been speakers, panelists, catering companies, people sponsoring food, drinks, venue, all of those things to make the event itself very successful. And so that is kind of how I've built the business. And then also in kind of growing the business and scaling it, we actually ended up launching into five other cities across North America 
in 2018 and then 2019 and then COVID hit. So then we had to pivot everything online. And so we ended up kind of growing this online community, which has been really, really fun. And so collaborations have really filtered into everything that we have done online as well, including our podcast, including our courses, our mastermind. And and I love strategizing with entrepreneurs specifically on how they can use collaborations to grow their business too. Yes, I love this so much. And my motto that I always kind of lived my life and business by is you'll never know if you don't ask, right? But so many people, I think, see collaborations or asking if someone would like to partner up or any of this kind of thing as a really scary thing. Or I've even had people saying, oh, no, you can't ask them. You know, you can't, you surely can't ask them. Um, So what would you say to that around maybe people having the fear of saying, hey, would you like to collaborate? Because I've also seen, whether it be photographers or different industries putting up on their Instagram, how dare you ask me to collaborate in this way? And I'm just, from my point of view, I see it as you can just say no, right? Some people will find it valuable. Some people won't. And that's okay. You can say no. (laughs) Yeah. I think the key here is figuring out how you can offer a collaboration that is truly mutually beneficial for both parties. And I think that's where the word collaboration sometimes gets a bad reputation is because people just think, oh, collaborations is just people asking for things for free, which is how I see it is not like that at all. It's how can we work together in a way that benefits both of us equally and both people feel equally valued and equally like they're getting a really good end of the deal, if that makes sense. So how I see it is, okay, if you want to collaborate with someone and you want to work with someone, what do you have to offer? And so a lot of people, they hold themselves back from asking for collaborations or wanting to work with other people because they think, oh, I don't have a large audience or I don't have this or I don't have that. So what do I have to offer? And so I just encourage those people to think about think a little bit outside of the box. So what skills do you have that you could potentially offer that other person? And even if you don't have a super large platform, even if you just have a small engaged community, that is still very valuable. And so really figuring out, okay, what do I have to offer? How do I want to ask for this collaboration? What am I going to be offering in return? And what can that partnership look like so that both people feel amazing about it. So that's where I think collaborations really thrive is when both parties are really benefiting. And then also the two people that are collaborating have very similar ideal audiences in mind. So collaborating with people that share values, that share ideal clients, potentially that sort of thing. So that's when I feel like collaborations can be the most successful too. Yeah. And there's so much power in that because I think that's where the ego or the fear comes in is because, oh, I can't surely ask for these things for free. Or what if someone says no? And then my ego will be a little bit bruised. But when we come at at it from that point of view, like you said, of how can we make this valuable for others? And also firstly, being able to see that you do have worth beyond maybe tangible numbers or certain things that we expect 
needs to be what the value is. And that's where, I guess, even from an influencer marketing point of view, that's where we've seen the rise of micro influencers and people with smaller engaged audiences and all of this. And it just gets to be really, really fun to work with other people and rise up and lift each other up together. Yeah. Yeah. And I think too, like sometimes a collaboration isn't going to be fully equal on both sides, but even you know, having them that mentality of abundance, I think is really important in these kind of situations because I have just worked with so many other entrepreneurs and so in so many different capacities collaborating. And even if it's not like, okay, there's the, you know, X, Y, Z that I'm getting and X, Y, Z that they're getting. And, and, you know, sometimes it does have to be that way, especially if it's like a big project that you're working on, or, you know, you're doing this massive collaboration where maybe you're hosting an event together and there's money involved in all of that. Of course, like have your contracts, have all those things in place. But I think if you can look at working with other people, collaborating, connecting, networking, that kind of thing as just this yeah, having an abundance mentality of it and knowing that you never know where that one connection can lead you. Like that one connection with that one person could lead you to one of your biggest opportunities. And you just have no idea like where that's going to come from. And so I think like that's how I've tried to look at opportunities that I've been able to, you know, be a part of is how can I connect with this person bring value to their community. They're going to bring that value to my community in some way. And this connection, like who knows where this is going to go in the future? Who knows what referrals are going to come on their side or on my side for one another? And so just having that mentality to support other women. I mean, I'm really passionate about supporting women, but yet supporting everyone else, like in business and like lifting one another up. I think that you know, that's always going to be a positive and that's always going to ultimately help you grow your business as well. And I think if you just have the proper boundaries in place too, because, you know, a lot of people are worried about getting taken advantage of, but I think if you collaborate and you do have proper boundaries, then you won't get taken advantage of because you have those boundaries in place. So that's what I would say. And then as far as asking and being scared of rejection, I mean, I just kind of have tough love sometimes for people. It's like, you're going to get rejected, right? Like it's going to happen. And so it's just a matter of being okay with that, being okay with not everyone is going to want to work with you. You know, not everyone is going to say yes to you. I've gotten so many no's. Like it's unbelievable how, how many times I've been told no. But with that, I've also been told yes so many times because I've asked so many times for things. I feel like everything is the numbers game really, isn't it? You know, you have to get so many no's to get a yes sometimes. So you've got to just persevere. Yeah. And you know, you know, you never know where, for example, like for our events, I would pitch these really big speakers to, to be at our events and to speak at our events. And a lot of times, you know, I didn't have a ton to offer because our community was just getting started. I didn't really have anything to show for it or anything. It was just like, I had this vision of what I wanted to create. And so, you know, a lot of people that I asked, especially when I was getting started said no. And I didn't take that as that was a no forever. And so I continued to connect with them, support them, follow them. And I would ask them again, you know, 
six months later. And then they would still say no. And then I would ask them a year later and they would still say no. And I remember like this one speaker that we had, I think I asked her probably like five or six times. And finally she said yes. And it was just like, for me, you know, I think perseverance is really important too. And if you can tell it's a no forever, like they've really shut the door in your face and it's like, no way. And they're not responding to anything, but it was always like, no, I'm not able to, but you know, keep in touch type thing. And so she left the door open. And so for me, that was like, it's a no right now, but it's not a no forever. And so I think that is an important thing is that don't get discouraged from the no's and also realize that sometimes those no's turn into yeses later on. Yes. Okay. So I mean, I've planned events and things before, and I think events are some of the best ways you can collaborate with venues, drinks, you know, food, all of the goodie bags and speakers and all of that fun stuff. How would you apply collaborations to more of the online space? And how do you see that? So obviously that helps facilitate um, an event or something that you're doing. How do you see collaborations being part of a growth strategy as a business as well? Oh, this is such a good question. I love talking about this. So I think collaborations can be used in any type of business. So take like a jewelry company, for example. You know, if you have a specific target audience, you want to find another business who has a very similar target audience and then just get super creative. Like what could you do together? Could you host, you know, a giveaway? Could you cross promote each other on your email lists, right? Like do like a feature of their product. They do a feature of your product. You do a feature of their product on on both of your email lists. Could you put like a coupon code in every single order that you send out for your products and they do the same for them? Yeah. Could you host a little pop-up event together and invite your own communities to come? So there's just like lots of ways that you can do that. And then, I mean, of course, you know, when, when it comes to maybe service-based entrepreneurs, things like podcasts are a huge way you can collaborate, which is so fun. But even beyond that, people with aligned audiences on social media you know, I see so many people doing collaboration reels, um, which is so fun. And it's like, how can you just get creative and think, okay, this person has this type of audience. I have a very similar niche audience. How can we work together and support one another? And again, it's thinking about it from an abundance perspective instead of just like, oh, that person's going to steal my clients or steal my customers. It's like, no, like let's support one another and connect because if you have that kind of scarcity mentality, you're only going to be able to go so far in business and you're going to cap out because you're trying to do it all on your own. And so that's what I would say is think of creative ways you could work with other people, cross promote, and whether that be with one other person or a group of people, we see this all the time in the service industry as far as people hosting online summits where they have multiple speakers and that's all done online So there's just, oh man, there's like endless, endless opportunities of what you could do. I'm like nodding my head so much here because the three examples that you used for the jewelry business, I used in my swimwear brand when I had my swimwear brand and, and they are such great ways because if we even just ask ourselves, okay, I'm a new business. Like I need to get myself out there. Maybe don't have budget for a crazy amount of ads or different things. How can we? have something mutually beneficial and it gets to be really, really fun. And like you shared in the beginning, 
we get to make contacts. We get to have those incredible relationships that make entrepreneurship not feel as lonely, which is really cool as well. So if people have identified other people or businesses or brands and they're like, cool, I would love to collaborate with them. What is your best tip? If we could just put out one tip around how to approach them or reach out or what would be the best thing, especially if they're saying, oh, in my head, it feels like they're more advanced or they're ahead of me or they've got a bigger audience. What would be your best tip on approaching a collaboration partner? Yes. Okay. So first of all, I would say make sure that you are already supporting them in some way. So whether that be like following them or connecting with them on some sort of level where, you know, you're making them aware that you are supporting them. And then from there, it's like, what do you have that you can offer of value? So that could be your own audience. If it if it's not your own audience, what else could you offer of value? Like maybe it starts out as you offering, you know, to give them free product to host their own giveaway and you're just giving that free product. And maybe that's how you start the relationship. Like sometimes you maybe have this idea of this like big collaboration you want to do with this brand or this person. And that's great. And you can go for that pitch if you want to, but sometimes it's that starts the relationship is just sending them your product and saying like, Hey, I would love for you to, you know, try my product or whatever that is. And if it's a service-based entrepreneur, like Hey, are you someone who has a skill set that could be valuable to this person that you're wanting to connect with and work with or collaborate with? How could you offer that skill set to them just with like no strings attached just to build that relationship? So, you know, sometimes, especially if it's someone who has quite a bit of a potentially a larger audience than you do, and you want to get in front of their audience and you want to connect with them, sometimes it starts with just building that relationship, building that trust with them first before you do that like big ask. So that's what I would say if you feel like it's a little bit like, oh, what do I have to offer? Like you do have something to offer. It's just getting a little bit creative, thinking outside of the box and doing it that way. And then if you do feel like, okay, I do have some value here. I do have an audience that I think would be beneficial for them. Then you just say like, hey, you know, whether that be an email or a DM or however you've connected with them and say like, hey, I have this idea of how we can connect together, how we can mutually benefit, like benefit each other's audiences. I would love to, you know, um, share my idea with you. You know, if you're saying that over Instagram, you can say like, what's the best email to reach you at? And then if you get their email, then you're, you know, putting that into an email. And the way that I would structure it is give them as much value as you can first and then provide an ask. So like, here's how I can benefit you and then provide the ask at at the end. Amazing. So one of my, my favorite collaborations that I ever did was I decided that as a swimwear brand, I wanted to get a holiday. So I decided Ah, Fiji and Hawaii sounds amazing. I contacted every hotel from the Maldives to Europe to Fiji to Hawaii, and I contacted probably over a thousand. And most of them didn't reply. Half of them are very hard to get hold of if they are a hotel chain, but I got two hotels that said yes. And then I partnered up with other summery brands that provided, you know, different products so that basically it was a holiday 
for a giveaway. And that was just a huge numbers game. Like you shared before, it was the perseverance that got it out. But I would love to know what is like one of the most fun or exciting collaborations. And I know all of them are fun, but what is one that you were like, oh my gosh, I just pulled this off. Yeah, that's such a good question. Okay. I kind of want to give a couple of examples. So when we were kind of just first getting started, it was in the first few years of us building our brand. And we really wanted to connect with a lot of local businesses and brands. And what we thought of doing is like a 12 day giveaway coming up to the holidays. And so we're like, Hey, let's reach out to a bunch of different brands and businesses and see what we can do here. And so, yeah, we reached out to a bunch of different businesses. We reached out to some hotels. Actually, that's what made me think of it. We reached out to some hotels. Um, we reached out to helicopter company, like so many things. And then, um, we ended up doing a giveaway and we did it with like a ton of different brands, but the two big ones were the helicopter company. We were able to give one of our followers a free helicopter ride. And then we also did a weekend, um, Um, trip to Whistler, which is just a couple hours away. And then they actually also let our team stay in Whistler on them as well. We created like content for them and all of that kind of stuff. But it was something that like kind of wasn't expected because we were actually pitching to give away to our community. And we ended up they were like, oh yeah, we can do a giveaway, but we also would love for you guys to come too. And we're like, okay. (laughs) So that was kind of like a cool unexpected benefit of like us just going out there and just like pitching. But again, like you said, it was a numbers game because we did reach out to a lot of different hotels, not only in Whistler, which we ended up going to, but also like in Vancouver and all of that kind of stuff. And yeah, we got no's, we got no responses, that sort of thing. But yeah, that was a really exciting kind of one that we did. And then, oh my goodness, the hundreds of events that we've hosted over the years and just, yeah, just different businesses, venues that have been able to host us. It's cool because as we've grown our community, it does get easier to ask for those collaborations because now we have a media kit put together. We have examples of who we've worked with in the past. We have examples of how we've been able to benefit all of these other brands and businesses that we've worked with. And so what I want to encourage your listeners to hear is that it's going to be the most difficult when you're first getting started, right? Because you don't necessarily have any examples of how you've connected or collaborated with anyone else before, right? So it is going to take, you know, potentially reaching out to a thousand people before you get a yes, but then it gets easier and easier as you go. And you're going to be able to do bigger and bigger collaborations as you kind of progress. So, so good. There is so much in here. And I just wanted to thank you for just sharing all of your expertise and experience with this and how it is such a powerful channel that people can utilize in no matter what business they have. So if people would love to find out more about your beautiful community or getting to work with you or hanging out with you, where can they find you? Awesome. Well, thank you. Yeah. So we do have a podcast. It's the Business Babes Collective. So basically on all your podcast apps, you can search Business Babes Collective and you'll find us there. And also on our website, businessbabescollective.com. And you can actually check out, we have a free workshop there and it's um, scaling your business without working around the clock. So there's that you can get for free. And then if you want to come hang out on Instagram, I am at Danny Living Life. That's where my personal account is. And then our business account is Business Babes Co. on Instagram. 
Beautiful. And I will pop all those links in the show notes and we will be hanging out on each other's podcasts as well. So we'll put all the links to those so they can come on over and listen to that as well over there. But thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me.